Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time in Mon Iruk the Yen of Chacht Erechor. Agasuligum a Makan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfin. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nachvetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestin Echo. Vientolum again omgrev or corn rachtum. Yatakshatorin Graven or Corson, Elistuhalagus Gimina Fracht, Gorokligs or Dukashin Echor. Only Venown, Thordorakshin. Shachten. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. This is an Irish independent podcast. Hello, and you're welcome to the Big Tech Show with me, Adrian Weckler. And it's almost Christmas time. But what sort of a tech treat? is suitable as a Christmas gift this year. Is a phone just too boring? Or are there fun variants? What about buds or headphones or smartwatches, fitness gadgets, speakers? Let's face it, some tech gifts at Christmas can be dull and the stuff that you don't want to give. Nobody want to give somebody a security camera. So what do you actually want to give somebody? Well, I've had a roundup of all of the stuff, the dozens, maybe hundreds of stuff that I reviewed during the year and stuff that I think is would make nice stocking fillers or big signature gifts. JJ Clark uh, joins me to discuss all this goodness. JJ, before we start, do you have a wish list yourself? Yes, I certainly do. And I think, uh, you know, laptops are on it. Uh, also phones. Uh, I recently lost a pair of AirPods uh, about a week ago. A so. pair or just one? Uh, the pair, but not the housing where it charges. Uh, so it was on a night out and, and they got pulled out of my pocket when I pulled my keys out of my pocket and vanished. So they're gone for good. So they're probably high up the priority list. And do they have to be AirPods or can they be any buds? No, I'm kind of interested in just sound quality and noise cancellation. Okay. Well, before we go into my list, let me just give you a little bit of advice on that. So did you have AirPods or did you have AirPods Pro? AirPods Pro. Okay, so you did have just there or thereabouts the best in terms of noise cancellation. Now, there are a few alternatives. If you want the best, do you have an iPhone or an Android phone? iPhone. Okay, so you are set up for AirPods Pro. However, if you wanted to try an alternative, there are two or three others you might try. So Bose actually have uh, a quite cold comfort ultra range in the buds, and they're excellent for both audio quality and noise cancellation, but they cost um, they cost a little bit more. And in terms of comfort, just the in-ear mm. kind of feature of it, is there any that are kind of rank high on that, I suppose, Mark? It, it's a funny one because it always depends on the ear. So there's traditionally there was the stock bud, which was the AirPod and Huawei copied that. And then there was the kind of the more rounded nubbin-y type of uh, Bud, and that had the rubber, removable rubber tip. So that would be Samsung's model typically. That's, a, that's like Pixel's, uh, Google's Pixel Buds Pro, which are excellent, by the way. The Google Pixel's Buds Pro, really good alternative. Bit of a no-brainer for somebody who has an Android phone, in my opinion. Um, 
work fine on an, on an iPhone as well. The noise cancellation isn't quite as good as the AirPods Pro. If I were getting AirPods Pro, I'd get AirPods Pro 2. Right. The more recent ones. For one reason only. Because of the new chip in them, which allows essentially them to cancel sound that happens immediately. So if you're out walking on the street and there's an ambulance siren, the chip and the system in the bud actually has the power to dampen the immediate sound of that siren before it pierces your ear in a way that the original AirPods Pro can't do. So that is a good reason for getting the AirPods Pro 2. However, they are expensive. You're talking 300 quid there. I was just about to ask about the price point. Yeah, Yeah. you're talking, for for any premium buds, you're looking at over 200 euro. Um, They're the ones that have the decent noise cancellation. Anything under 200 euro doesn't really have good noise cancellation, but you will get decent, uh, decent buds. The nothing... Uh, the phone maker, nothing. They have a uh, a decent pair of buds and I think they're about 119 euro. Our own one Sonic here in Ireland, they have buds that cost, I think they're 80 euro from memory. I'm open to correction on that. They have noise cancelling buds as well, might be a little bit more. Um, you're not going to get the same audio quality from them. You just you just don't. Right. And you don't get quite the same um, noise cancellation. But you do get good audio from them. So I wouldn't be totally hung up on going for the premium. However, if you're used to the AirPods Pro and if they fit your ears, uh, then you're not going to go wrong with those. So let's let's just yeah. review. So let's so yeah, two of them I'm mentioning are good, say stocking fillers or something you can give someone which is very useful and they will get some use hopefully out of one is an Amazon Fire Stick. That's for someone who doesn't really hasn't really connected up their their TV or smart TV yet, but they do sort of want to get Disney Plus or Netflix or or Amazon Prime Video or Pan- Paramount Plus. You can, I mean, they, these cost from forty euro, and they're they're actually brilliant. If you and if you shell out like seventy five, eighty euro, you're getting the four K version with the full remote control, and that is absolutely fantastic. It's a really good deal. Um, just is it is it an all purpose remote? Is that is that what it is for the uninitiated? It is meant to be used mainly once you activate the uh, the smart TV, the Amazon smart TV page, which comes up, which right. is in one of your HDMI ports. So once you're on it, you then navigate between the smart apps and the Netflix or Amazon or Disney. That's mainly what it's meant to be. But it has a volume button and all of that stuff on it and as well. And baked in is subscriptions or is that that's your that's on the customer? What do you think? I, I would so if you imagine spend forty euro on an Amazon Fire Stick. What do you do? You think you're going to get subscriptions for all of those things, which cost up to about twenty euro each a month? Do you think you're going to get? Yeah, no. I, I thought maybe it was in house. It would have its own, like you know, it would have Prime, perhaps, but obviously not. So okay, say Prime. That's like what a tenner a month. Yeah. But, so you but, think by buying a forty euro Fire Stick, you potentially get, at the beginning that you would for, get a free month or no. No, you don't. Good question. But no, you don't. <laughs> Doesn't feel like it. Uh, Air tags, um, thirty nine euro each, or one hundred twenty nine euro for a pack of four. I've seen it for one hundred nineteen euro for a pack of four. I have some of these. I don't actually use them as often as I thought I would, but they are very handy for things like luggage because you stick one in your luggage, and if you travel a lot, then you actually have a fair idea of where your luggage is. And the way the an air tag works for the uninitiated is that it essentially uses the iPhone or iPad or MacBook of anybody who's nearby to send you a signal of where it is. So most iPhones that 
going around the place will have a system enabled where they anonymously and untraceably will connect to AirTags to allow the owner of the AirTag to know where that item is. Good for things like bikes as well, potentially stolen, although you'd want to somehow get it inside the frame. Yeah. And the batteries on them, I can't remember how long they last. I think it's about 18 months or so. Bit of a passive aggressive presence, the only thing though, because if you give somebody an AirTag or some AirTags, what are you saying about them? What you're kind of saying about them is, here, you usually lose stuff. You, you're, we're always having rows about you misplacing stuff. Here's some damn air tags. Yeah, I'd be very conscious of, you know, what a gift is saying because you can get someone a fitness gift and you're saying something, now, you know. And that's an interesting one because that is another one on my list, which is a Fitbit Charge 6, okay? Right. Which, look, there are lots of smartwatches and there are a lot of health wearables and I've reviewed loads of them and loads of them are really, really good for what you want to do right up to the Garmin's that will let you do Ironman contests and the Apple Watch Ultra let you dive down to hundreds of feet in the the Egyptian Coral Sea or wherever. Um, If you really just want something a little bit more discreet with a more discreet aesthetic, but that pretty much does 80 to 90% of what all of the smartwatches do for health. Fitbit's a really good one to do, Fitbit Charge 6. It's quite a slim, rectangular uh, device. You can wear it in addition to a watch if you want as well. So you're not disrupting. If you're really wed to your analog watch and you think that that says something about you, then you can still wear um, a Fitbit along with it. But yes, if I give you a Fitbit without having discussed it beforehand, am I saying to you, now, I'm not saying anything. Right. Maybe, maybe you should wear this for a while. Maybe this would yeah, encourage yeah. This you. This would turn things around for you, JJ. But yeah, Fitbit. So, but that's 159 euro, the Fitbit Charge 6. Quite cheap. And the reason I've picked it, apart from being good price, a nice aesthetic as well, uh, a really good accompanying app, although I don't know if I would go for the Fitbit Premium. You can subscribe to it. I think it's a tenner a month and I don't know that you need all that unless you're obsessed with your sleep statistics. It will give you the basic sleep statistic, but it includes like an ECG sensor for your heart. Gives you all the steps, gives you stress sensors, gives you loads and loads and loads of workouts. Now, let's see, what else have we got here? If Again, if you're still stuck on a budget, we had him in a while ago, David Cawley from OneSonic, and he has quite a nice pair of speakers called the Mega Mouse speakers. They're 80 quid each, and I would probably not buy one of these for uh, if it was individual, but as a pair, as a pair, with stereo sound, they're really good. They're quite small, but they're really good. If you pair them up with your phone or your iPad, they can fill a room with noise. And it's so for 160 euro, you're getting a nice design. They're also, they're Bluetooth and they're rechargeable with a nice long uh, battery life on each of them. They're waterproof as well. Uh, and they're pretty rugged, which means that um, you can you can bring them outside as well. Yeah, nice it'd gift. be good, handy for a party or a campsite. But don't buy one. I, I wouldn't buy one of them. I would only buy two of them. And if you're going for something that's kind of more, I suppose, more expensive, but, you know, um, less rugged per se, uh, sound-wise. The where, speaker. Speakers, where would you go? There's loads of speakers out there. So I've picked Apple's HomePod, which is €350. Euro. It has... I would say upper range sound quality on it. Bass um, is what you mentioned, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's very, very good. Very, very good. Um, if you can afford it, I would get two of them again. 
So I there's a cottage that I visit in Mayo, and I have two of them set up down there, and one on either side of the couch. And it's quite a big room. Like it's one of these. It's an old cottage, so it's got a high ceiling, thirteen inch, thirteen foot, fourteen foot ceiling, and a pair of HomePods can absolutely fill that space, and it's really good. The quality is really, really good, especially at high volume. If you want to really blow the roof off, it's really, really good. So um, I would recommend those, but there's loads of good speakers out there. I mean, I was down in the basement of Arnett's there the other day, just looking through some of the speakers they have. And there's one called, JBL have one call, I think they call it the Party Box Ultimate. It's 1,500 euro, but they have a demo on it. And my God, it's Amazing. Right. And can you talk about compatibility for a second? So a lot of 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s somethings have trouble setting up mm. speakers. That's and, right. And you it mentioned is. this in your piece. It, it, like it, The HomePod is very good for that. Which so is Sonos, the best for it. Sonos is, is guilty of that. So Sonos, for example, is quite popular. in Sonos One, very popular speaker. Um, you can use them together. When you, when you have them up and running, they're actually really good. They're more difficult than any other speaker system to set up if you just want if idiot proof. And they also, they're, they were initially designed to work more over Wi-Fi than Bluetooth. So a lot of people just want to set their, uh, their music up on Bluetooth and, and get going right away. By the way, a little hack. I've mentioned this. I haven't mentioned for ages, so I, I think I can mention it again. Um, if you have an old hi-fi stereo with old speakers that maybe you had 20 years ago, particularly older listeners here, because when I moved into my first apartment in the late 90s, before you got a TV, before you got anything, what you actually spent your money on was a hi-fi, like like a thousand pounds kind of thing, you know? A lot of money at the time because mm. that was important. And so you'd get separates, you get a hi-fi and you'd get separate speakers. You'd get like um, Kenwood or Wharfdale or whatever they were. And then from about the late 2000s on, they've just been sitting somewhere in an attic or gathering dust. Don't. If you want the best sound, and forget everything I've said about speakers up to now, get a tiny little Amazon Echo Dot or a tiny little Google Nest. Plug in a 3.5 millimeter uh, connector wire into the back and plug the other bit into the amplifier. And now you have an absolute kick-ass beats any modern system you can imagine. Smart hi-fi system. Now, it's not, obviously it has to be plugged in the whole time, but that is a really good hack. If you have good speakers already, those tall wooden speakers or those box wooden, use them. They don't throw them out. Don't don't buy one of these new things just because I'm saying they're kind of cool, which they are. So that's uh, speakers. Now, what else do we have? We have up to phones time? and we have Kindle as well. Phones. I'll start with the Kindle because that's more fun. Um, so Kindles, is, that's a very old technology. It's like 15 years old or so. Um but they've always kind of been six inches or seven inches. And as you grow older, that means you either have to, you have to uh, start flipping the pages because you have to increase the font size, you know, and it's just kind of annoying. So I've always wanted a larger screen uh, Kindle and they 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 came out with, it's called the Kindle Scribe. Now it's a lot more expensive than the other ones, 400 euro, but, but, but it's a 10 inch uh, display. Fantastic. But also, it comes with its own stylus, so you can take notes on things. Now, I used this. I did a play a month ago. It's an Agatha Christie play. And we first got the script, paid for the rights and everything, but we got the script, and I put it onto the Kindle, and I was able to make notes, 
digitally uh, on, on my lines so when, when learning them um, on the PDF. Fantastic. Really, really good. And I was able to get them on and off just by emailing it. It's a really good system. Um, but it's a really good device to read on as well, I, f- I found. Um, a lot easier than the smaller Kindles. Obviously, has access to the same Kindle store. It's a really great present for somebody who is a reader. Yeah. You and the, the stylus just uh, because I've heard things about the stylus on different devices being kind of slipping off and, and they're not being enough traction. This one has decent resistance or no? Yeah, it does. So it's a slightly different system to, say, Samsung or Apple on the LCD screen. So it's an interchangeable stylus system. So you can buy styluses. Uh, they have a little a little bit at the end, which actually does wear out after a couple of months. Um, it's the so, kind of rubber, almost rubber yeah, thing. That's yeah, that's right, yeah. But the advantage to it is that it just feels nicer than, in my opinion, a little bit nicer than either an Apple Pencil or Samsung's stylus on the LCD screen. Because, of course, this isn't an LCD screen. It's an e-ink screen. It's a different type of display. Yeah. Um, battery life, of course, is fantastic on it as well and you can do things like listen to audiobooks on it although you will need bluetooth headphones because it doesn't have a speaker and you can't uh plug a headphone cable into it either now now we get to depending on your perspective the more interesting or the more boring uh, uh gifts and like these are phones so I don't know, do people give each other phones as presents? I think they do. I think people save up. I know people give their teenage kids phones. Yeah, sort of rite of passage. It's like a car well, at 18, two. Well, 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 there's two. So there's there's the kid going into secondary school who gets their first phone. That's rite of passage, okay? By the time they're 16, no, no, there's no more rites of passage. They're asking for an iPhone, okay? However, I've pay- I haven't picked an iPhone, I've picked an alternative to the iPhone because I think it's one of the phones of the year, and that is Google's Pixel 8. And the re- and so that's at about two months now. Uh, how much months. is it coming Seven ninety nine. So that is cheaper than all cheaper than most of the iPhones. Um the reason that I've I've picked it is because it's just so easy to use and the features on it. it we spoke about Android versus iPhone. If you're going to get an Android phone, you're not going to get a better experience than on a Pixel. It's pure Android, so there's no skin on it. Now, Samsung's do Android phones very, very well. Don't get me wrong. But Google's version is just kind of the best. All the new features, they're, they're usually on the Pixel phones first. So they're really good with their cameras. They had this, uh, this feature called Magic Eraser, which was kind of sparked a lot of curiosity it allowed you to airbrush things out of photos yeah like people isn't it you can do people if you wanted yeah it's like and, and it has like magic editor it's like you know very that's, sophisticated yeah, that's yeah that's a new one and that's so you can move people around in, in a bit now you know you can screw that up quite a lot but uh, there's another one another feature called best take which allows you to to fix group photos where people are if you have five people in a photo, one of them's always going to have their eyes closed. Somebody else is always going to be gurning, et cetera. Um, and you can take a bunch of pictures in a row and then the software will automatically pick, quote unquote, the best of all of them and combine them. It's fascinating. Um, and, and just with this, it also has speech to text function. Yeah. You know, that's really yeah, clever. Absolutely. I think that's coming to a lot of phones now soon. But um one of the features that the phones are starting to do, and I can't, they can't come quickly enough, is um, speech to text on voice messages. So for you know the remaining five percent of people who still have voice messages, 
uh, which are probably your parents or, or older people, um, this technology essentially makes a makes a text message out of what whatever they say. And for some reason, it's not it's not rolling out quickly enough. But but uh, is it clunky or is it sort of the the transcription no. is bad or no? Well, it's it's good enough. It's it's better than listening to the message. Put it that way. Well, yeah. I mean. um, so let's go then to um, our more expensive phone recommendation and recommendation with a small R because you'd sort of want to know that somebody was amenable to this. I've gone for Samsung's Galaxy Flip 5, and that's because it's a folding phone, it's a flip phone. But folding phones, they either delight you or you have no idea why they're in the world. It's yeah. one or the two. One they're the marmite, two. aren't they, of yeah. the phone world? And most of them are big, giant squares that fold in half shut. So they're, they're sort of square tablets that fold in half shut. So they're kind of large and clunky and thick and... And um, and they're really expensive. This one is one of the few that is start that that is almost like a square that flips or folds open into a rectangle to a six point seven inch screen. And it's not perfect, but it's it kind of has that element of delight. If if I if you show it to somebody. They're sort of delighted by it. You know, it's kind of fun and it has a stiff hinge so you can sit it up and it'll sit up on itself. So you want to make a Zoom call or something, you can just sit it up on something and, and talk to it or, or watch a video or or take a selfie, you know, while you're doing something else. Um, it's expensive though. It's 1,200 euro. And do, does it does it have a kind of, does it give a number? I know it used to anyway with the flip phones that that have the crease in the center, how many opens you'll get out of it before the crease line starts showing? Oh no, well the crease lines show from the beginning. Okay. They, you can see the crease lines. There's no folding phone out there where you don't see the crease lines. They, there just aren't. And um, they, but they, they've improved on it, haven't they? they uh, they've, they've improved on it. They have a, yes. there used to be a gap yeah, there. Yeah, they've, they've, take, they've eliminated the gap. So when you folded the flip over, um, you used to be able to see at the hinge a small gap. And that was a divil for things like fluff and dirt and letting stuff like that in. They've managed to do it where it's completely flat shut now. Now, the only thing that would make this really delightful, there used to be a phone, uh, Nokia used to make it in the era of the first Matrix movie. Yes, the Neo yeah. opens and it, his phone yeah, and, it, and it's Morpheus. It, click, clonk, click, it, you know, that action. And it doesn't happen with this. It's a stiff hinge. So, you can just about do one hand if you've got a strong thumb, but normally you'll do it with two hands. And it takes a little bit of the joy out of it. Yeah, it's design flaw. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why they do it that way, because if you want to have a stiff hinge, there's no way of spring loading it. Okay. And the stiff hinge is very useful. It's very useful for sitting the phone up. It's very useful for doing two things at once. You can split the screen where the top half is does one thing and the bottom half does something else. So maybe you're on a, a video call and you want the bottom half to show you something else that you're referring to in, in the video, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I can see why they made that decision, but it takes the element of delight out of result. But as I said, if you're going to give that to somebody, you kind of, you're either rich and you're willing to take the chance or you kind of know that they like Samsung phones and they've been talking about it. Um. I will mention one or two of those that we didn't get to. Apple Watch Series 9. There's a bunch of Apple Watches you can get, including the one I'm wearing at the moment, which is a Samsung um, Watch Ultra 2, which is good for some things, but way overkill for other things. The one I went for is the Series 9, which 449 euro, 
But the reason I have is that it allows you to do the double tap with your forefinger and your thumb, which Apple could extend to the other watches, but they haven't. They, they, they just want you to buy the Series 9 and that allows you to answer calls or do other things. But it also has a better proximity sensing chip, which makes finding things like your misplaced uh, iPhone easier because of right. more accurate sensing abilities. And is it um, just, I suppose, distinguishing the Apple 9? I know it's it's up slightly more upmarket, but then a Fitbit in terms of what it's tracking, what it's doing, what's on offer there outside of, you know, the usual measurables? Well, not an awful lot. So the Series 9, there are only three or four differences in the Series 9 to, say, the Series 8, for example. So it has the always-on screen. The battery life is pretty much the same. It's slightly brighter, isn't it? It is brighter, yes. Sorry, the the watch face, that's one of the three differences is it is considerably brighter, actually, than the Series 8. And that's good uh, if you're outside, if it's a you know a sunny day. Now, to be fair, the Series 8 was was pretty good from that point of view. But um, yeah, a brighter screen it allows you to do to do the forefinger and thumb tapping action, and then the better um, proximity sensing chip. And then there's one other thing, which is that the the watch allows you to do more what they call on device action. So let's say, for example. You're going to go out for a run or you want to do a workout and you want to map uh, a route for yourself, but it's taking a minute to connect to um, whatever network or Wi-Fi or online. This will do a lot of that on the device, which means it'll do it instantly and you don't have to wait five or 10 seconds to do it. So it's kind of a a, a limited additional feature, but that's it. There's millions of other things I could mention, but um, this is one podcast episode. So maybe we'll come back and do best budget uh, gadgets or something else like that. But for the moment, JJ Clark produced this episode of The Big Tech Show. Thank you very much. And also to Niall McMonagall, who was on sound. For me, Adrian Weckler, I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time a mon irukti a yen of chacht er a chorp. Agus suligam a makan shaw, gurfeder e a chor, inuik kart, len of winter fame. Skilti, fis, turmi. Tashe dochretche nach vetok ara igornamion on kestchen ekol. Vientalam aginam griv or korn rachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms.